Hello and welcome to Midlife AF. Today I want to introduce you to my lovely friend and uh, yoga teacher, I guess, um, Ange. I originally met Ange at the ashram that I love to go to in Wombat State Forest called Rockland um, Ashram. And we talk about that and we talk about what brought her to join the alcohol experiment back in August 2020, 2022, sorry. And she talks about experiencing some a breakup and being made redundant and she's just beautifully honest and she'll really give you a really good understanding of what it's like to be part of the alcohol experiment as well. So over to me and Ange. you're a woman in midlife whose intuition is telling you that giving booze the elbow might be the next right move, then Midlife AF is the podcast for you. Join counsellor, psychotherapist, this naked mind and grey area drinking alcohol coach Emma Gilmore for a weekly natter about parenting quirky teens, menopause, relationships and navigating this thing called midlife alcohol free. If you're feeling that life could be so much more, that you're sick and tired of doing all the things for everyone else, if your intuition is waving her arms manically at you saying, it could all be so much easier if we didn't have to keep drinking, come with me. Together we'll find our groove without booze. Thank you so much for coming on and talking to us. This is the beautiful Ange. And is that how you like to be known or do you like to be known differently? Oh, you know what? If you'd asked me that question 30 years ago, I would have said Angela, Ange. Now it's like, you can call me whatever. I'm yeah. Whatever makes you comfortable makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> but Ange and Angela, everyone calls me Ange and all my Wong relatives call me Angie. Angie. Oh, <laughs> so oh Angie. Oh, yeah. My mum's name's Angela. Did I oh, ever tell I you that? No. Yeah. Oh, is she still alive? It's Angela. Yeah, she is. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. So she's an Ange or an Angie or an Angela. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they're all Ange or Angela, but all for some reason, you know, in my country, they can't say Ange. And so my name in Spanish is Angela with a, like the J, Angela. the G, but like the H. Yeah. And then um, they call me Angie. So it's really cute Angie. when Wongs oh. go, Angie, and I just think, oh, I feel like a little puppy. <laughs> so gorgeous I love that oh thank you and thanks for coming on I'll just um give a little bit of an introduction to how I know and and why she's here and then I'll ask and to talk to everybody welcome everybody who's joined us it's lovely that you're here um so and and I met in very unusual circumstances for meeting people but actually you know how it's it's so interesting how you meet people come into your life isn't it often in you know random magical ways um, I went to my favourite place to get away from the world and just get some restorative nature and peace is this beautiful ashram in the Wombat State Forest, which is called, and my brain's gone blank, Rockland. Yeah. And it's, and it's a proper, it's not fancy, it's really down to earth, beautiful vegetarian food cooked and grown on the land. It's very peaceful. It's not you know, shenazi at all. It's really beautifully genuine and authentic place. I absolutely love it there. And I went, I hadn't been for a few years, um, probably because of COVID or something, I imagine. Mm. And at the beginning of last year, I went there in January for a silent retreat. And Ange was the lady who was leading the retreat. And I, I won't go into the details or use the right words because Ange will use them. Um, and I will get them wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but Angie's, and she'll tell you all about what she does. But basically, she was leading it there. She's often at that ashram. She's a, a wonderful teacher. Um, I learned a beautiful piece from my, of mindfulness from Angie, which I often teach my clients now. A really wonderful piece for, uh, and we'll talk about it as we go through. Maybe mm. Angie can do a little demonstration mm. of us. Of when you struggle with mindfulness when you struggle with meditation she has this beautiful thing a beautiful practice to enable people to kind of just very gently over a short period of time to grow their ability 
to be present. And do you know what I'm talking about mm. when I'm saying this? You know where you name the different yeah. things yeah. that you see? Yeah. yeah. And it stuck with me. It was so good. And I use it particularly for clients of mine who struggle with, um, you know, they've always got busy minds. You know, their mind's just always, what's, what do they need to do is always coming in. So she's, she's been a great influence on me. And we didn't speak, really, because we were on a silent <laughs> retreat. <laughs> but I thought, she's amazing. I really like this lady. She's got a beautiful energy. And um, Ange can't hide her sparkle. She has this beautiful sparkle and joy of life. And, you know, um, retreats and not retreats, but ashrams, they can, they can, can be yeah. quite, it's quite, everything's quite sort of calm and um, gentle. And you can see Ange is calm and gentle, <laughs> but also she has this like vibrancy that kind of shines. Um, yeah. And then the second time I went to the retreat was in Easter and it was a talking retreat. And so we got to talk to each other. And so Ange and I shared our stories. And then as a result of that, Ange came and joined my alcohol experiment in August. Was it, is that Ange? Mm, is that right? August last year. In yeah. August last year. And so that's one of the reasons I wanted to bring Ange on. First of all, to introduce herself, tell you about her. Um, and then to tell you guys about what it was like to be part of the alcohol experiment. So I have done way too much talking. I'll hand over to Ange. Thank you, Em. Oh my God, I'm so excited. When you asked me to do this, I was like, yes, finally, I'm in her podcast and in her lives. So I was, because I watch them and I see them and I relate to them. But yeah, so a little bit about me. Um, it's funny because I remember seeing, um, Melissa Joy many years ago when she did Matrix Energetics and she got introduced by Chris Hooper with this array of I've done this and she's done this and she just came out and goes hi I'm Melissa Joy <laughs> so I will give you a rundown um yeah so my my trade is uh, a yoga teacher a meditation teacher and then I moved on to become a healer and I loved healing for so many years just with you know scanning your body and knowing that whatever's going on in your body I could tell you whatever's going on in your physical life I could tell you what was going on in your mental capacity and I could say this is you know whatever the condition you had I will get, give you a biography of your life based on your biology Amazing. and what I found over the years was people just stick to being sick or stick to you being the healer and then they come and I've got this belief and I've got this and and as soon as you make them aware of where it comes from they get caught up on oh it was my mom and it was my brother and I just thought I'm not moving these people across mm. So then I was fortunate to become a neuroscience trainer with Dr. Joe Dispenza. And I did that for six years with him traveling around the world by his side. So I don't share that a lot. It, you know, people, when they find out, they're like, oh, you're a Dr. Joe trainer. I was like, yeah, I was pretty yeah. much by his side for six years. Um, so I yeah, learned so. a lot with Dr. Joe. And yeah. I learned that's when I became more passionate about the mind. Mm. Um, and so I progressed through that. And then over the, in 2016, I decided I wanted to just do something different and go back to being more hands-on with people. So I learned to become an, a coach with Dr. Joe. That was part of my transition, coaching. And I realized coaching people takes them further because we've got a goal and we're working through it. So that was, that's been my journey. And now I, I still do healings, of course. I'm never, that's my trade. But I do now work more on coaching and I work a lot with businesses, getting them out of their stuck stage and, so I love it. And that's my history of who's Ange. So, yeah, so meeting you was phenomenal. Um, I stopped drinking in 2020, pre-COVID, yes. right? So yes. it's really funny. Yes. I, I, I tell everyone, I reckon God was watching me and said, you're not going to cope with what's about to happen yeah. in the next three years. So I need to, I need yeah. to smarten you up. So uh, 11th of January 2020, I went off to... Uh, India to Kerala and I did an Ayurvedic treatment for four weeks and they give you this stuff and you put it in your nose and it basically cleans my whole pathways in my brain wow. and I remember I was a and I I swore I would go every year because the amazing results of who I became after that was just phenomenal wow yeah so um and I would go to the doctor sounds really interesting Ange I'm like let's talk about that <laughs> oh god you've got to do it and I and I did a massive plug for them oh you'll see me on their YouTube I just I was a <sighs> amazed because even though i'm a yoga teacher i'm and i come from a third world country so when people say oh you must go to india to delhi i'm like no i don't do third world yeah. anymore yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> i must yeah, have been that yeah, in the yeah. past life i'm quite happy with our first world yeah. countries now yeah, yeah. so yeah, yeah. I can, and um anyway i would go to the doctor and say 
Dr. Harry Depp, I'm having these nightmares. And I would have nightmares of things that I did when I was young in my 20s. Yeah. And he would say, oh, you're purifying. And I'm like, no, they're nightmares. Yeah. Things that I did, I'm running. And he goes, oh, no, you're purifying. And he basically said to me, how much did you used to drink? I said, oh, about a bottle a night. And he said, mm. oh, how long were you doing that for? And I said, about 10 years. Yeah. And he goes, oh, and he just calculated. And he goes, this is how much you drank. Yeah. And I went, oh, shit, I never thought about it like that. You know, a bottle a night times, say, seven days a week. Yes. Times 52 weeks. I went, Shh. and I just went, and he said, can you stay here for six weeks? I said, no, I can't. I can push it to a month. So yeah. I stayed for a month. Anyway, I came back January, February 11th, 2020, and I had, had no desire for cigarettes and I had no desire for alcohol and I was blown away and I thought this is fantastic and then COVID hit March 15th our the company our company sent us home and I was watching everyone drinking and I was like oh wow no no I don't want to drink I don't want to drink yeah then the last um lockdown July 15th 2021 yeah I was organizing my birthday and we went into lockdown and I went right I'm done and I brought the bottle out I just thought I'm not doing another six months of eating donuts because what I was doing I was trying donuts from all over the place in Melbourne until yeah. we had a 5k radius and so I started drinking wine again I went back into the wine back into right. the champagne and yeah. and you would know this when you drink you start to hide mm. you start oh totally to, yeah, you start to, uh, I'm not going to, you know, people invite you out. You're like, oh, no. And and yeah. all I was looking forward to was like, what am I going to drink today? Champagne? Yeah. yeah, I did a good job this week. I saw this amount of clients. I'm going to mm. buy Verve Clicquot. So I would buy, mm. I would spend $140 on two bottles of Verve Clicquot. Yeah, because right. that's it. my story was, oh, but it's a good champagne. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's not Yes. I, have, I hear that so much. <laughs> yes. It's like, if it's fancy, it's okay, right? Drink it. <laughs> <laughs> Australian Chandon, yeah, it's yeah. an actual to go. So I would go buy. I live across yeah. the road from Dan Murphy's. So I'd ring my best friend and I'd call her. She goes, Where are you off to? I can hear cars. I go, I'm going to Dan Murphy's, go for yeah, my yeah, second yeah, bottle. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 and I was just doing that. And what I started noticing, I was weight, putting on weight, sleeping mm. in because I was working from home. Mm. Then it mm. was like not, not getting up at 7.30 to even bounce on the trampoline or do a 15-minute workout. It was just yeah. the beginning till 5 to 9. And I and you, know, I get cranky the next day yeah. when I drink. You know, yeah. not when yeah. I'm drinking. When I'm drinking, I'm all laughs. And I used to yeah. be one of those people that people would say, "Where do we turn you off?" From? Yeah. If I'm naturally like this without alcohol, can you imagine yeah. me with alcohol? I know. <laughs> <laughs> you run. You're like, oh gosh, you're so intense. So I people would tell me, "Where do we turn you off from?" You know, my aunties in Colombia will go, "Where's your off button?" Oh. And I'd be like, "Come on." Dancing, you know? know. Um, anyway, so come December, I was, was still drinking, and uh, uh, January, now we're in 2022, and when I'm still drinking, uh, and weekends became like, oh, I'll buy two bottles just in case because then Dan Murphy's closes at nine o'clock, and I could yes. still be drinking till 11. So you'd get yeah. that extra bottle, that third bottle, yes. you know, just, just in case. case. <laughs> I never ever bought cases of wine or alcohol. I never bought cases of anything because I knew what I would do. I'd yeah. finish the bottle and not go to the next yeah. one. So I just limited yeah. it to two, Same. knowing that I'll drink the bottle and then I probably might make another glass or two and then you're out. You know, and yeah. I'll dance on my own and, and yeah. then I'll put a love song and start crying fast. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. Anyway, come January, February, I, I coached this uh, personal trainer and uh, I helped him get his business started. And yeah. he would come to me every so often and say, oh, I'm at this stage, what do I do now? And I said, go learn nutrition. Don't become one of those PTs out there that just do the physical body. You've got to do yeah. the mind and you've got to do... So yeah. I sort of coached him in a way for him to work with women. And yeah. I will never forget this day. I have, I've got this amazing client. He's a bricklayer. And uh, we would... You know, you know when you progress people to the next yeah. level, they almost become your coach. Yeah, yeah, totally. So, oh my yeah. goodness, all the time. Yeah, so he's, <laughs> he'd come to this stage of his life where I remember going when he came. I thought I just need him to get to this point, and once he gets to this point, we're done. Yeah. And it was on the third yeah. session when he said, "Ange, I've came to come to this awareness." I said, "We're done." And he's like, "What?" 
And I was like, he goes, are you serious? I go, well, I just needed you to get there. Anyway, we were Instagramming. He started sending me reels. And yes. he sent me this reel where he was, the reel was saying, I'm going to, can I, am I allowed to swear or no? No, maybe not. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, okay. my... <laughs> it was like a 30, it was a 30, not even, I think it was a 15 second reel where it says, yeah. fuck your depression, fuck your this, yeah. you know, get off your stupid ass, get out there. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I just saw that and I went, oh, that's me. I go, oh, yeah. my God, this is talking to me. And I was saying to him, yeah. oh, he was going to be, Angel, I'm doing this. And I was like, yeah, I should um, get up and do yoga. I've done nothing. And all I was thinking about was for 5 o'clock to come so I could drink yes. wine because I never drank during the day. And he goes to me, come on, teacher, get off your ass. And I just, when he said that, come on, teacher, I just went, shit, I'm not an example here. And he's yeah, this right. guy mm -hmm. telling me now, come on, you can do this. Look at me. Yeah. So I texted my, my train, uh, this PT, and I said, hey, do you reckon I can come and check out your new studio? That was my way to get in because I was too yeah. scared to say, I need help. Yeah. And he said, sure. <laughs> I couldn't tell him I've got a problem. And he said, yeah. sure, come and see me. And so I said, all right. And then I said, oh, well, I can't see you till the you know, 16th of February. We're on like, like January the 26th or something. Yeah. And then I don't know what happened on the Monday. I just said, this is bullshit. This is another story you're saying. Yeah. And so I texted him back. I said, look, I can come Friday the 4th of February. Mm. And, and he goes, great, I'll see you there. So as soon as I walked up those stairs at his uh, um, studio, he goes, how are you going, Ange? And, and this is someone that I'm, I'm looking at a studio that I helped build, you know, because yes. I coached him there. Yeah. And I just started walking up the stairs and I just burst into tears. And I said, oh, my God, Joe, I'm, I'm in a terrible situation. Space. I'm not emotionally stable. Um, I'm not, you know, mentally focused. I don't know what to do. And he said, I said, I don't know how you can help me. And he goes, okay, let's stop. And he's one of those people that doesn't hug you. Yes. Whereas I'm one of those that I'm like, oh, and I'll cry with you. Yes. So he just sat me down. He goes, so what do you want to get out of this? What do you, what do you want to do with me? And I said, I need, I know we've got four bodies. We've got the spiritual body, the mental and the emotional and physical. My mental and my spiritual bodies are really strong. Yes. But my my emotional and my physical are weak. And I know that if you can help me with my physical, you'll help me with my emotional yeah. body. And they said, right. So we started training. Now, mm -hmm. I had no intention of giving up alcohol. <laughs> right. right. What had yes. happened was he gave me this whole thing to track. I had to track these macros and those macros. And I was like, God, this is full on. Right. So anyway, basically, the alcohol went in the back burner because I had to yeah. train. I had to drive all You're the way focused. up. I was focused. Yeah. I had to drive. I yeah. got up at six. I had to leave my house at six thirty. I had to be there at seven, and so I had to come. And so, I, I had to get up the next day. It was just yeah. it, the alcohol just went. Yeah. And come and fast forward. You know, Easter came and everything was great. I was I'd been losing so much weight. I'd, I was toning. I lost ten, twelve yeah. kilos, and then uh, I went travelling to Fiji. And in, even in Fiji, I was That's getting right. up and training. I just, you know, sent photos I to my trainer. You guys, yeah, and I mm. said, and "What do I do?" And he goes, "Just take it easy, and just take one week yeah. off." And I was like, "No, I need to train." Mm. And I probably trained twice in in um, Fiji, but it was more because I was relaxed. And yes. anyway, I met someone. And uh, I remember that night drinking and I thought, geez, God, that guy drinks a lot. And because uh, I know, I know the old pattern of uh, the stop button. I was drinking to keep up yeah. with him. Anyway. Yeah. So, we so met, it's so common, uh, isn't yeah. it? It's so often that that's how we get into that. It's, it's like drinking to keep up with yeah. other people. Yeah. And you get back to your old self. And you and I both know this from all the work that we've done in research mm -hmm. on alcohol. The subconscious mm -hmm. goes back to the last time you drank. Yeah. It doesn't measure one drink, two drinks, and you're fine. It goes, oh, here we go again. Sends those yeah. to the brain and says, come on, totally. bring it on, you know, because totally. you and I both know that's why we have a high um, overdose on people that relapse because their body just sure. goes back to that old state of this is how much I used to tolerate and it pushes it that little more. Um, anyway, this we it's really dated. True. It was, yeah, 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 we dated. Mm. And every time he came to Melbourne, it was all about drinking. And, mm. and I would say to him, you know, this doesn't work for me. Like, mm. it's hard for me to get up on the Monday and go training. And it yeah. takes me a whole week to get back on track. Yeah. And uh, so I would say to him, you know, can, can we, can, when you come to Melbourne next, can we not do this drinking thing? Because I was at a point yeah. now in my life that drinking was just not a priority anymore. Yeah. But like I said, I wasn't. My intention was not. I never acknowledged I had a drinking problem. It yeah. was more... I'm emotionally not well and I'm physically, yes. I need something to get me emotionally. Because yeah. clearly 
it was an emotional problem that I wasn't addressing. Well, that's exactly it, isn't it? And we always say that, don't we? It's never about the booze. It's not, you know, the booze is like the coping mechanism. It's a sticking plaster. It's the, exactly. It's, 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 there's something that your body feels like it needs to have the booze exactly. in order just, to calm it, its distress. Exactly. Yeah. So I never acknowledged that I had an emotional problem or a drinking problem. I just acknowledged that yeah. I'm not well, things aren't going well, and I need some kind of stability. So yeah, some change, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So um, anyway... Uh, when I went to Sydney to be with this uh, guy that I was dating, it was my birthday, and um, we drank. Yeah, this is what, this was a day that I went. Uh, I have a problem. Um, it was Tuesday. I arrived on July the twelfth, and we literally drank from twelve o'clock champagne. Yes. We start off with champagne yes. and the cheese because that's what because yeah. it's all sold to you. You know, yeah. this is all media being sold to you. The That's cheese true. and the quince and the crackers and, and the olives and all of that. So it's, all, it's a package. Yes. And, uh, and he, he used to drink Piper, which is a French champagne. So, yes, again, yes, it makes yes. it okay. Yes. And we started. I love it's it. French. Yes. You know, it's a French can eat croissants. So can I. <laughs> <laughs> I do croissants as well in COVID. And so we started <laughs> drinking at 12. Then by the end, I remember when I met him. He was drinking some uh, Jose Cuervo tequila. And I said, mate, you don't know real tequila. Let me introduce you to real tequila. And I introduced him to Don Julio, which is a $130 bottle. And I said, I've been to Mexico many times. And you don't, there's no lemon and there's no salt. It's just a very good quality Don Julio. And you sip it. So I'm teaching him how to drink a proper tequila. And you don't smell tequila. It's sip, enjoy it. You know, but of course, a bottle and sipping and warm, yeah. you know, it can go down yeah. quite easy, especially yeah. when it's a good quality yes. tequila. Yes. It just goes so smooth. Yes. And so in July 12th, we were drinking um, at lunchtime and then we'd move on to, he would say to me, we can't make margaritas with Don Julio. We'll just buy this cheap, cheaper. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. So he would do the margaritas. Yeah. And then he was a vodka drinker. So he like he used to call them bodies. And, and I love vodka, just vodka and soda. Mm. But because I'd learned so much about um tequila i used to be like no give me a little shot of tequila and i'll sip mm. it and mm. this guy was into cocktails now i wasn't really big on cocktails yeah. as even as a yeah. drinker i just cocktails i just used to think it makes you it's a horrible hangover you know yeah i come from a, a family of where all the males on my mum's side drink and all the yes. males on my dad's side drink with yes the, with the uh, exception of maybe one or two yeah and so and my uncle would always say to me if you're going to drink you just drink one spirit and that Mm. don't mix it don't mix them and and yeah um line your stomach eat yeah. well and so you know, yeah. you know i've never seen my uncle drunk he, he drinks yeah. and he's fine because he yeah. lines himself and so i got into that habit of eating well and then drinking yeah. so i could drink longer periods yeah yeah so when we went away to his farm we literally drank in from 12 o'clock and i took all my gear i made him buy mm. me porridge and everything for my morning mm-hmm breakfast mm-hmm. my macros we didn't do any of that we drank from 12 o'clock champagne and the platter and then we moved on to cocktails yes maybe have something to eat we moved on yes. to cocktails and then we moved on to vodkas and that went on for six days yeah right yeah Tuesday to yeah. Sunday and I intense intense and I remember thinking god we didn't even I can't even remember a lot of that week yeah it's a blur yeah Yeah. I just remember snippets and you think oh my goodness and I remember I came back drunk Mm. from the um Sydney on the airplane I slept the whole way I don't know how I got home and I remember cancelling my trainer and this is I I now moved on to another trainer and I cancelled my thing and I didn't go on the Monday and it felt terrible uh, yeah but you know what happened this is where I woke up I got home, yes. I, I cancelled, got up for work because I had to work, yeah. and I thought I'd better clean my house. Come 12 o'clock, my body was craving champagne. Yeah, right, yeah. So guess what there I did? I went and bought, I went to Dan Murphy's and got a bottle of Pipers, and I started drinking yes. champagne at 12 o'clock on Monday. Because yes. I'd done that for six days. Yeah. So my body now was yes. in this face of... You were suddenly a lunchtime drinker. That was... <laughs> <laughs> After six days, <laughs> And it's I amazing think, though how quickly these things take hold isn't oh, it it really then, is come you know finish the bottle clean the house and i yeah. was like oh what do i do now should i get another bottle now i'll get don julio and i walked to dan murphy's and i got a bottle of don julio 
and I started five or four o'clock. I shot and I was doing little videos and I was sending it to him. And then the next day I said to him, mate, you've got to pull me up on that shit. That's wrong. And he goes, I will never pull you up on that because blah, 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 blah. And I went, oh, hang on a minute. You won't pull me up on this because you don't want me to pull you up on you. Yeah. And that's when the penny dropped. I just went, oh, my God, I know what I've done here. I have, yeah. I have met him at his level because that's him. Because we don't yes. connect at my level. When I met him, oh, okay. he yes. was in awe of me training and the way I yeah. ate. He goes, do you eat like this every day? And I go, yeah, every day I eat like yeah. this. I, you know, track my food and I, I train three times a week and I walk every day, 10,000. I mean, yes. I, and I've got to admit I was a lot smaller than now because now I'm training a little bit different. And yes. he started it. He started training and he doing yes. F45. And he started eating properly. And so I thought, oh, wow, you know, I like that I'm an influence on him. But that only lasted a little while. Mm -hmm. Then when I couldn't, we weren't connecting at that matching. level anymore. What did I do? You started matching I him. I matched him. Yes. I went, you're here. Let me match you. So I matched yes. him at his level. And his level oh. was drinking. That's what he liked. I mean, he loves his bodies, you know. And it was when I, that conversation where he made that comment about, I would never pull you up on it because mm. I, I've been there. And I was thinking, you know, my coaching and therapist mind went into, you're not, you haven't been there. You are there. And yes. I'm there with you. Yes. Because it's yes. easier for me to come to you because I've been yes. there than you stay up there with me because you don't know how to hold my vibration. Um, and that's when I thought, oh, my God, I've got a problem. I need to address I need to look at this now. Now, I had never looked at my alcohol drinking because I, mm -hmm. I only, in my eyes, I only drank at night and at but five o'clock and it was that's between five and ten. I was in bed by 10.30. That's like, it. And we problem. have this idea, don't we, that it's the sort of, you know, person who's kind of drinking in the morning and I know that, yeah. is, that is some people's situation or the person who's lost their job, lost their family, they can't hold it. But it's actually when it's not sitting right with your authenticity, with your integrity of who you mm. are, mm. and you're doing something and you're like the next day, you're like, oh, I kind of wish I hadn't yeah. done that. That's often where most, of, yeah. most people are, you know. And I love that you say that, Ange, because you are so in integrity with yourself. So it's quite unusual that you would, go, you would do that. But it's also very normal, I think, for women to do that in relationships, to kind of, um, because our need to connect is, is yeah. so strong. Let's, and we let's want connect. to love and we want to be loved and we want to be kind and we want to make the other person feel good as well. Yeah. And, I and so think, it's such a strong thing. And you go on, you go I on. felt like I know the pain you, that you're in, so let me... Let's not make your pain bigger. I'll I'll support your pain. I'll come so to I'll you. Go in, I'll come to you. Mm. And so that mm. was on a um, Wednesday when we had that conversation. Or and so that's how I sort of thought, okay, I I need to look at this. And yeah. I did a little experiment because I married an alcoholic when when I was yes. in twenty in my twenties, yes. late twenties. And so I used to always wonder why he was apathetic. I didn't even know the meaning of the word apathy until I asked him one day, yeah. "What does apathy mean?" And he said, "People don't care." And I said, "Oh, that's you." <laughs> <laughs> so I did this little experiment where I, I wanted to observe my drinking and when I wanted more. Because I wanted to know why do people Perfect. stop at two? How do you yes. do that? So I, yes. you know what I mean? I was like, how do you stop? And I watch people, they're going, oh, I've had enough. And I'm like, oh, God, I wish I could say I've had enough. I'd be like, yeah. let's keep going, you know? I'd, be, I'd, go, I'd go to people's houses with champagne, yeah. with three bottles. One yes. for oh, yeah. to share, yeah. one for me. And yeah. we might share the second right. one if we have to. That's so, right. <clears throat> or, do you know what I mean? So anyway, I did this experiment where the Thursday I drank, uh, the Friday um, I observed how I felt and I, and I just watched what I was doing. And what I noticed was on the Thursday when I drank, where I wanted more, yeah. at what point did I want more? And then the Friday, what I observed was the next day I had a client, I've had a couple of clients and I cancelled them because mm. I was observing what my body was doing. And so my body was saying... My mind was sending messages, oh, you know, what am I going to drink today? Went into that, what am I going to drink today? And so I cancelled the two clients and said, listen, can I move you to Monday, whatever. Got my yeah. little thing. And then on the Friday I said, okay, today's the day that I look at it and say, I'll oh, stop. And now I observe the weekend. So I understood. Friday I drank. 
this is so important and what you're saying this observation this awareness is such an excellent preparation for anything that you're going to do with your with with booze because we don't really understand unless we unless we become aware get curious so i really appreciate you sharing this so then i thought i'll observe my drinking and see what happens and then on the saturday i thought okay now let's observe <clears throat> what I want to eat, how I feel. And I noticed the first thing in the morning, I wanted bacon and eggs. And I was like, oh, there's the body craving now everything to eat. And I said, no, yeah, stick comfort to your food. Yeah, the comfort food, yeah. the easy pick, stick to your food. I'd already arranged to go for a walk with a friend. So we started walking. And it was only then that I, I realized, oh, now I understand why my husband was apathetic. Because yeah. the next day, I didn't care about anybody. You don't choose you, do you? you I just didn't care about yeah. anything or anybody. I just became this grumpy, whatever. Um, by the Sunday, because, I, I, you know, I've read so many books on alcohol, I, yeah. I said, okay, now let's observe what my body does mm. when, the, when the alcohol mm. starts to wear off. And yeah. I started to notice yeah. the sweats, the not being able to sleep, you know, and how the alcohol stays in your body. So then I jumped onto your website because I thought, okay, I met Emma for a reason. I don't believe we meet by accident. I said, let's have a look at what, let's have a look at her coaching. And I looked at your website and you had this five-day sober thing so I said okay let's do this five days because I need to clean mind and I had already said to this guy that I'm taking some time off because I need to work on yes. something can we yes. re- can we catch up on the Monday um, next week you go do your thing with your kids and it goes sounds like a plan so in these five days what I did was I started to plan the breakup with him because I realized me connecting with him is, is not being favorable to me me being mm. with someone that likes to drink means that I'm just mm. going to join them at that and mm. that party and I and it affects me and it affects my yeah. relationship with work my family and I've got yeah. a beautiful relationship now with my family yeah. so I didn't want to jeopardize that so <clears throat> I did the five days with you and that was great and I had a clear mind so I was journaling in my head what I was going to tell him for the breakup and, yeah. and not make it about yeah. drinking it was yeah. going to be about my drinking yes. where I was at and how it doesn't work yes. for me and that yeah. I need to either accept where he's at mm-hmm. and be able to maintain a relationship with him or I've got to, I've got to walk away because this isn't helpful yeah. for me. And I've come so far in my physical and training that I, you know, and I've come yeah. so far even in my emotional body. That's right. Um, so come the Wednesday when I was going to do the talk and I was my five days sober, I just finished the five days with you. Oh, not with you, but your little thing. Yeah. He sends me a text and breaks up with me. And I was oh, like, remember this. oh my God, how do you break? Like, no, Judy. You're going to listen to me. And I rang and I said, I can't believe you just did that. Like, how old are you? Anyway, you had started that, on the, you were starting the uh, 30-day experiment on the, mon- on the Monday, right. the 1st of August. That's right. And I remember doing that masterclass with you on the Monday. Oh, and you were saying, if you just yes, that's what I'm now, doing. Yeah, the, on that masterclass, because I listened to it. And, you know, if you do it now, you get, you get a free coaching with me. And yes. all I wanted to say to you, Emma, I think I've got a problem. Emma, I think I've got oh, a problem. Darling. But I, I thought, okay, you know what? I'll do this day with her just so I can get 30 minutes with her. Because I used to think you were not accessible. Oh. So, um, and so then, funny, the judgment, the things that we think about each other, isn't it? It's, yeah. You meet people, you make all these... Um, judge yeah judge, you don't know and judgment so, so we like yeah, yeah. you think yeah, oh, anyway, she won't be able to see me um and so you said look if you pay to you know whatever uh, you get half an hour with me and uh, we start blah, blah blah and I said to you now look at the way my brain was thinking I said <laughs> em can I get back to you on Wednesday because that's when yes. I was going to do the breakup and so depending on how the breakup went depending yes. on whether I was going to do the 30 days with you How's that? Like, I thought uh, I'm giving my no, power away. No, totally makes sense. So, yeah, and I said that, and then I, and you said, no worries, love, that's fine. I hung up with, got off the masterclass, and I just went, I can't believe you just did that. You just put yourself in the position of, um, I'll let him and his decision decide where me and my body well, are going to go. Gonna so I we do that. Though. Up, though. Yeah. We so I we do up, that as women all the time. And we just drop it for them. Yeah, so I just yeah. said, and I remember going back to you straight away, going, no, I'm doing the 30 yeah, days and here's my $450. You you were so amazing. I did it now. Amazing. You're like, okay, ignore that. I'm, I'm in. in. 
let me know. So I was ready. I said, I'm doing this. I'm doing this 30 days, you know, and I'm going to do this alcohol experiment. Don't know what I'm getting myself into. Yeah. So the magic about that was I did, you know, because everyone does this. Everyone's like, oh, I'll do my last thing to drinking. So I did my last Sunday. Yes, everyone does. Yeah, the two bottles of champagne. I think I only got yeah. to a bottle and a half. And on the yeah. Monday... I started my 30 days. Now, the alcohol experiment, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. I thought I was just doing, let's just do 30 days, no drinking. Yeah. I didn't know it was so um, impactful in the way that it had a sequence and a video to watch and it had science behind it and it had journaling. Now, I, I encourage my clients to journal. I'm not a big journaler. I do my five-minute journals, but I don't journal my yeah. feelings. Yes. <clears throat> and so I jumped into it and watch the first video and you know they asked you questions about you know how do you feel today and you know at during the day what came up for you today and then at the end of the day how how was your day and I just went oh this is great so I was journaling and what I started to observe in the 30 days was I was going through an emotional I, I broke up with somebody and I was rejected yeah, you were going through a lot yeah so you were going I was, through a lot you know down and and my go-to was alcohol I mm. go to when things didn't go well emotionally was to drink mm. so mm. as soon as that was happening and journaling it, it was like I was crying but I was yes. driving my feelings and I'm going I'm really yes. hurt and I feel a little bit lost and you know yeah. um just writing and then going to sleep and then you know waking up a little bit sort of tired the first mm. few days because I wasn't giving my body that kick of the alcohol for that little bit That's of right. the evening and as the days were going I was just observing how I was feeling and I and I realized I have never really observed my emotional state when yes. um something bad happens in my life I've yes. always been about let's just uh, uh numb it because yes. it's just easier to numb the pain yes. than to feel the pain yes so absolutely. those days I was just writing down everything that I was feeling and I was like oh my god I I'm actually crying I'm actually angry mm. and then on August 10th so we broke up July 27th yeah august 10th i was made redundant at my work yes with like That's right two, oh my goodness PM, i was like i got up and i was oh like call because i saw hr and i said oh i think i'm in the wrong call i'm having a call with the vp and she goes no 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 she's just about to get on the call and i was like oh okay and i'm like okay you know how can i help you with the move and then it was like no um we're making you redundant yeah. and i just went oh okay um okay and I you know like I just was like how do I feel about this yeah. the first thing was like oh good I've got money and the other part was like oh shit I haven't got a job oh shit yeah. I'm doing this alcohol experiment, experiment. <laughs> oh my god I've got a breakup I've got been moved on what more can I oh my me? god I'm gonna, I need that bottle of champagne I don't yeah. care if it's just chant on today yeah, yeah. I, just... I love that it's just chant so I can fun. give up Maui of the Shandon yeah, yeah. and just have yeah. the Shandon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I remember just sitting there and doing that evening call with you because yeah. we did calls wow. with you every night and I said, guys, I've just yes. been redundant. And, and you're like, oh, you yes. poor thing. And I was like, no, yes. I've got this. Yes. And I continued on. I said, I'm going to now process this. Mm. Right. So, you know, the rejection, I mean, there was rejection in, in 10 days. Double rejection. Double rejection. Uh Got dumped. I then I got dumped by work. It's like, God, what else is possible here? <sighs> that is so, a lot, isn't it? Oh, it was full on. And I just said, I've got to continue. I've got to do 30 yes. days. It's just 30 days. Yes. And I just kept journaling and listening. And I had to yes. finish one book. Because you were doing the, is it Grice and what's her name? The alcoholic Annie, uh, Annie Grace's um, This Naked Mind. Yeah. So because it was the Annie Grace's This Naked Mind, I was reading the book along with the 30 days so that's, I was getting right. all that information yeah. plus you were yes. giving us information plus I was journaling yes. so I was like I'm getting I'm getting informed you know and Dr. Joe says yes knowledge is uh, knowledge is absolutely power, but absolutely. knowledge applied is wisdom yes. and I say to yes. my people the only difference between you and I right now is that I've got knowledge about this and yes. I'm applying it but if you yes. have information about this you can ease your pain yes. by understanding what's going on so <clears throat> I did I got to the 30th it was the 30th of August yes. and I had my, my um, session with my psychologist that day. Yes. And I get to my psychologist and I said, hey, um, Jim, how are you going? He goes, good, how are you going? I said, I'm on, 30, I'm on day 30. And he goes, and how are you going? I said, I started crying. I said, look, I'm okay. I said, yes. but 
I want to get to the point that I am now with cigarettes. I don't desire yes. cigarettes at all. Yes. And right now, the way that I'm feeling, I'm still desiring that drink. I still want to have yes. that champagne, yeah. you know. Well, I want to get to that point where the world could come crumbling down and I don't go for yes. a cigarette. So I want to get yeah. to the point where the world comes crumbling down and I don't, I want, don't want that drink. That's it. So I'm doing That's another it. 30 days. And yes. he said, oh, well done. I said, yes, I'm doing another 30 days. <laughs> and I so said good. to you, I'm doing another 30 days. Yeah. Um, and this time I didn't do the journaling, like, because, you yes. you know, the 30-day experiment is so nurturing because you're prompted every day. You, you know, you've got yeah. this backup. We have you there yes. every day doing yes. live. Then we have yes. this video every morning to prepare you yes. for the day. What could be coming up? And and I was I felt like I was in sync with your videos because I would just crave kombucha and I go, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go buy some yeah. kombucha. And then sure enough, I'm listening to a podcast by Uberman saying, you know, when you when you stop drinking alcohol, your body wants kombucha. I'm like, I'm there. Yes. I'm there. Yes. And then you were fermented, yeah. fermented foods. <laughs> so I felt like I was in sync with where you where you were going yeah. next. Um, yeah. And so I didn't do the journaling, but I just kept observing and I just kept doing, I said, just keep training, keep doing what's working for you. I got to the 30 days again and yeah. I still, and I felt, I thought, oh, this is great. I, I'm not desiring it. And I thought, okay, let's just keep yeah. going. So I just thought there was no, I never said I'm never going to drink again. No. I just said, I want to get to the point that I don't desire it. Yes. And if I yes. it's such get a to big the deal, point that it? I don't desire it, then yes. it's like, I don't desire desire having a hot dog take it or leave it can't you yeah yeah so i got to that point it's been so we're in first of march is next week so that's Mm. august september october november december january february i'm going on Mm. to eight months where alcohol just is not it just doesn't like i go catch up with friends and yeah my friend came back from poland she had this beautiful polish drink i said yeah i can have a taste had a little bit and that was it but i didn't yeah. go into young and have a shot and then the yeah. next shot it was just yeah there's no desire for it yeah. so yeah. i look Brilliant. back now and i just think god I, was, I wasn't even going into that to quit alcohol no. i was going in there to observe I my know. emotions <laughs> that's so true isn't it because the alcohol experiment isn't actually about stopping drinking it's about awareness so you take 30 days off if you can if you can't that's totally fine as well and i remember when i did mine in january 2020 i went in just going right i'll just give this 30 days ago <laughs> and here i am three, three and a half years later, years later. <laughs> oh my God. and that's and you know what the funniest thing is i've never been into um replacement drinks i just think you just don't drink but mm-mm, we mm-mm. when we did our last night i said oh, i'll do kombucha yes. and said, oh i'm doing yes. sobriety society yeah. or sobriety yeah. sister Sobriety. Something like that. Sobriety yes. Society. I think, I think it, it is. Called. Yeah, yeah. So I thought, yeah. you know, maybe I should buy that. So yeah. I, I bought, I, I remember buying a case thinking, yes. oh, what if I don't like it? And I thought, oh, well, I'll just, <laughs> oh, I'll just take it and give it away to people. Anyway, yeah. I absolutely loved it because it does mm. taste like champagne. Yeah. Um, I can drink the whole bottle. And to be yes. quite honest, I'll probably drink about two glasses and maybe the third one. Then I'm like, yeah. no, I've had enough. Because yeah, so. you realise the only reason you're drinking alcohol when you're drinking alcohol is because your body, the alcohol wears off and you're going for the, the next, next kick. Next kick. Yeah. yeah. So, so exactly because right. I'm not getting that losing the kick, I stop. Yeah. And so the funny thing is now I've always got alcohol free champagne in Stuff by in. the case. Yeah. Because yeah. Great. I, I'm not going to drink it like I used to. No. No, yeah, no, you can actually keep it. That's the thing, isn't it? It's like it sits in your fridge. Or it sits, like, yeah. Or that happens. never happened to me when I was drinking. I would never have let a bottle of wine just sit in my fridge. <laughs> It'll be like, oh, there's only half a bottle. I better go buy another yeah. bottle because I, that, yeah, yeah. I know that I I'm going to want more after that half a bottle. So now, you know, people come over. I don't even drink alone, non-alcoholic. Yeah. Alcohol. It's when yeah. a friend comes out. Special, like, special oh, occasions yeah, and things like that, isn't it? When you've got people around. Yeah, and stuff. or I yeah. go to someone's yeah. house, I bring my own alcohol free champagne. My cousin's pregnant yeah. at the moment. I've got up at champagne because I can't drink it. Yeah. I can drink this one with me. <laughs> so, so I, um, so you know, I love so the true. alcohol experiment and I, I just thought, God, if I was doing this to quit alcohol, God, imagine what would have happened. I just did it just to see, I just needed to be see nurtured while I processed my emotions yes. through a breakup. And through redundancy, That's which it. I just worked, there were two unexpected events. Yes. That took, yes. you know, God, that today now, like I've had 
worse things happen. And I just look back and go, God, thank God I don't think about that bottle of champagne anymore. <sighs> oh, my God, totally. We, I had the week from hell last week, and I was so thankful yeah. that I didn't want to drink. I was like, everything can go to shit, but if I don't drink, I know I can handle it. Yeah. It's going to be okay. And my little core, my little essence of self, <sighs> my soul, or whatever you want to call it, is always going to be okay. Yeah. And I know I can rely on that, that little intuition. But I think it was so interesting what you were saying about, you know, that month being a month of nurturing. Because I yeah. think I like to think of it as being that. It's a place for us to come as women and be held. Yeah. Um, and and process together process shit process shit because that's what we don't do when we're drinking when we're drinking we don't process and so we keep stuffing it down stuffing it down stuffing it down we can't work through it so we can't ever get to the other side it's like it's just constantly being pushed down suppressed you know and and, and such a good yeah and even the part where you sort of think now i look at my life and i just think god like i have friends that go uh i was watching um, celebrity, sober celebrity, yes, the other day, just like, oh, look at all these actors that don't drink yeah. anymore. Just, I was just loads, scrolling. And mm. one thing that one of the girls from Everybody Loves Raymond says that when she decided to stop drinking, Peter, the guy that played the father, she said, hey, I didn't do it, you know, after work when everyone's having a drink. And he says, I just yeah. think about that first drink and then what happens with the second drink and then what happens with the third drink. By the time I process that in my brain, the desire's gone. And I yeah, went, I've gone. wow, that's. That's yeah. what I do. I just think, oh, that first drink, I know that feeling. And then I know what's going to yeah. happen the second drink. And I think, oh, no, nah, I'd rather yeah. wake up tomorrow and feel 100%. And that's yeah. what I look forward to, you know. I've got a trainer friend who says to me, what time do you get up on Sunday? I was like, about 7, mm. 7.30. And that's mm. the sleeping. But if I be yeah. drinking, it'll be 10, 10.30 yeah. and brunch. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah it's, that alcohol yeah. experiment just opened up my awareness around my emotional being, um, journaling and you know and the information that we get on the videos about alcohol and what it does in the brain and if everyone knew what alcohol really does yeah. I think no one would be drinking and I think what you've done what you did over that alcohol experiment you were a really great participant because you really entered into it mm. and you came on as many lives as you could and you got coached and you shared and you were vulnerable you gave other people permission to be vulnerable mm. to and to share their common experience, their common humanity with you. And I think particularly being the kind of spiritual person that you are both physically and mentally as well, the thing that we don't realise that opens up when you take a break or when you stop drinking is that the, the our access to our self, our inner self, our, yeah. our, our peacefulness, our quiet, our 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 feelings our emotions who we are our true authentic self it's much harder to tap into that when you're drinking i think and that's a sort of hidden gem yeah from not drinking for sure i would and i anyway i felt i feel that like i the the truth since Mm. august the first the amount of miracles that have happened in my life Yes, are unbelievable, yes. and I, and it's not. It's because I've got clarity, and I'm making choices now that are I'm really it. clear. Intentional, I, yeah. And I'm I found that gem in me, that gem inside yeah. that was hiding behind the that's alcohol. She's it. now shining, and the choices that I make, I just go, no, that's not going to work. My expression, no. you know, you just and you yeah. and your boundaries are stronger. Um, yes. I find myself now just going, no. Like just now, when I was organising some stuff, my neighbour said, oh, you know, come to the Georgias. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not into nightclubs. Yeah. You know, I'd rather get together and yeah. have a conversation. And when yeah. you're drinking, there is no conversation. It's just, yeah. Yeah. you know, and even now, I think I don't even have to think about what I'm going to say because yeah. I'm sober and, you know, people say, you're actually quite funny. And I said, oh, I'm sober. <laughs> so yeah. you find this person <laughs> in you that you think, God, why was I yes. hiding? Yeah, why was I hiding you? Yeah, and I'm actually gorgeous. Yeah, I'm way more confident sober than with alcohol. And one of my clients said that to me, because you're probably the only person I've met that doesn't drink now for confidence. I go, yes, Yes. I don't drink for confidence. I have far more confidence now not drinking than if I drank. There's no Mm. way I would have gone to a a function without having at least three or Mm. four glasses before I got there. Now it's like, 
going on my own. It's like, how are you going? I'm Angela. Yeah. yeah. So the, the fan. Yeah. And if there's confident. a bit, see, and if there's a bit of awkward silence or a bit of a hanging it's around, okay. it's you oh. just have to make peace with it. It's yeah. okay. It doesn't. It's not. The world's not going to end. Yeah. We have to stand for a few minutes. You know, it's okay. Yeah. We'll be okay. Yeah. You know, and you actually you care about other people. So you're actually interested in them rather than when yeah, you're drunk. Just talking. Making... Yeah. There's my lovely friend, Lise. Oh. <laughs> I love her. I did it. I, I'm laughing because she was, Lise is a really lovely friend of mine. And I was doing a live with Faye on Monday and Lise pressed the join and she came on and she was <laughs> like, this is <laughs> She's like, I'm ready. I'm ready. Oh. I'm ready. <laughs> Bless you, Lisa. Lisa, Welcome. Glad you're here. We'll call you when we need you, my friend. Stay in the wings. Stay in the wings. So, yeah, so if anyone's out there thinking about doing the 30 days, like just do it for for the curiosity, for the experiment, Mm. and just observe Mm. yourself. Like, I love observing me every day with a new frame. And and not every day was the same. One day was an angry day. One day was a sad day. One day was a joyful day. One day was, you know, unstoppable. The next day I dropped. And it was just like, oh, and writing that down. What came up today that made me drop? And what happened to, and observing 30 days of you, when was the last time you observed yourself consciously for 30 days? We don't. We're consciously observing everybody else. That's right. That's right. And just paying attention to yourself for 30 days is an act of love. It is an act of love to yourself. And it's like saying, I'm going to give my, yeah, I'm going to give myself 30 days, 30 days of, not drinking but more than that i'm going to give myself 30 days where i'm going to watch a video i'm going to do a reflection and i'm going to join a coaching call because i'm going to prioritize me for a change yeah you know, and i still everybody else. remember when i met you i was like oh yeah i stopped drinking blah 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 blah. i was still in denial because i had just yeah. it wasn't that i'd stopped drinking i just drinking wasn't a priority so the binge yes. stopped yes but yeah. the occasional drink with my friends at cocktails was continuing but it just was further apart it wasn't daily it was but now it's like now it's like it's just not it's not part of I don't think about what I don't it just doesn't even cross my mind well that's it I mean we have this idea as a society that people who struggle with drinking it's just sort of um you know what used to be called an alcoholic the person on the street person who's lost their family but that's not that it's a huge spectrum of and it's really about because people say, you know, so many people Google, am I an alcoholic? Do I have a problem? Yeah. Da, da, da. And I remember before I was <clears throat> stopped, I was looking at AA. I was looking at all these other different things. And the the difference, you know, you have people who are within the group who might, who only drink at the weekend. Yeah. Um, we've got people who, and I've got people who I've been coaching who, they don't drink most of the time, but occasionally they'll have a drink. And what bothers them about it is it's not intentional. It's like, something gets a hold of their subconscious and something's driving them and they don't understand why. And so the work we often do is what's driving that unintentional, uh, impulsive, compulsive behavior. Um, And that's when you get into, you know, sort of our beliefs around ourselves and all the rest of it, Um, which, so, so again, don't, don't be fooled by that idea that, you know, there's only one, you know, very small amount of people who have a problem with drinking, yes. as Ange yeah. knows, and as I say a lot, it's, it, it, it really is a continuum. It's whatever doesn't feel, if it doesn't feel good to you, mm. if you feel like it's out of sorts with how you want to show up in the world and you're not, sometimes you're doing things and you wish that you weren't, um, exactly. it's a perfect time to explore it. And I came to, to the realisation that alcohol was controlling me. Yeah, that's it. You know, that's it. And get those thirty days gave me an opportunity to get my control back. That's, that's it. what I found that's in it. those thirty days as well. It was like the alcohol controlled how I thought for that evening. It yes. controlled what I was going to drink at what time yes. and what options I had later on. Now, during those thirty days, I was now okay. I'm going to be out of control, but at least I'm going to be in control yes. of the out of control because yes. I'm going to monitor that it's- out of control. And it was just an out of so control emotional state that, that I just need to go, oh, I'm in, and observing it like we did in the um, Timona when I taught you was just observe what's coming up. Oh, there's mm. anger. That's 
Oh, there's sadness, it. you know, and come back to the presence. Okay, right now I'm doing a live with her and there's an orange Frank Green bottle. There's a, yes. who gives a crap tissue and just come yes. back. So doing those yes. in the 30 days and come back, okay, I'm, and observing, yes. now it was about observing my feelings. I'm angry, I'm hurt, I'm sad, I'm rejected. Yes. And honouring them. And, and I just feel like the body's, yes. that, the body's going, or the emotions are going, oh, finally she's listening to me rather finally. than finally she's drowning, yeah. rather than you're always drowning me. Yeah. Because that's what I feel yeah. like now, that I was drowning me yeah. and my emotional state rather than honouring and feeling the emotional state. That's yeah. It. That's it. Yeah. It's so interesting. That shift in perspective is all it takes in actual fact. Like you say, it goes from, um, you know, it's controlling me to I'm, I'm, I'm in control yeah. again. Yeah. And I hear so many people who struggle with drinking, one of the things that they have is... Um, and it's keeps people stuck for quite a long time is this idea that when you stop drinking it's like you're being controlled you're being restricted you're being and that's mm. one of the things we talk about in the alcohol yeah. experiment is actually you need to ch you need to think of it in a slightly different way because it's actually when you're drinking you're being yeah. controlled not yeah. the other way around and I think once you start thinking of um, taking a break from drinking or stopping drinking as a form of freedom, as a form of rebellion, as a form of independence from a controlling substance. Yeah. It really helps. It really does help. And it? I hear it. I hear it so much when people go, I did it. I did no drinking for a year. And I go, and how was that for you? Mm. And they go, oh, great. I went to the gym. I lost weight. And I go, yeah. yeah. I just, I don't even say anything. And yeah. then they go, yeah, I know. Yeah. And I say, yeah, that. Yeah, I know, is your body saying, oh, here we go again. So yeah. I won't give up what I have yeah. now for, for that no. lack of control because it, it, it does no. control you. It controls what time you get up. It controls what time you go to bed. It controls what you're going to eat. Yeah. It controls everything. Yeah. There's, yeah. And there's that impulse. You know, I was doing my um, tax in 2021. Yeah. And I just watched all the cigarettes and Uber Eats and alcohol. I said, yeah. shit, I was spending yeah. $225 a week yeah. on yeah. alcohol, Uber yeah. Eats. That's a grand amount. Yeah. I know. Well, I was reading Jill Stark's book, Higher Sobriety, recently because I'm having her on a, a live on Thursday. And is she, and her, that was written, I think, in 2017 or 2018. And she said that on average, people were spending 12 yep. grand a year. So that ties in yep. with what you're That's saying exactly. on booze. And it's not just. Yeah. And so I imagine it's even more now. Yeah. It's the yes. booze and what goes with the Taxis. booze, which is the Uber Eats yeah. and the yeah. um, Ubers, because I saw Uber yeah. trips as well, because I've got That's lots of it. friends. Yeah. And then if yeah. you're a smoker, it goes with a cigarette. Cigarettes, so yeah. I was able yeah. to. And I, I always I used to smoke if I was drinking as well. Yeah, so did I. Secretly. Yeah. <laughs> You know, so did I, oh no, no, I smoked. Oh, actually, no one knew that I smoked. I used to smoke only at home. I was yeah. a, a closet drinker and a closet, closet smoker. So okay, no, yeah, yeah. Me too, me too. But even me like too. I bought a car cash and people were like, how did you do mm. that? And I said, oh, and the truth was, it was those two years of not drinking. Yeah. So I was able to take $25,000. Amazing. Amazing. What can you years. do with that kind of money? That's huge, isn't it? Yeah. It really is. And thank you so much. Thank you. I really appreciate you telling all that, your beautiful story, because it really resonates with people. We all, everything you're saying is like so relatable and you are so relatable. Thank you. And I know, um, and I will be, I, I, I would love, love anything that Ange does. She is such a nurturing, such a gentle, wise woman and so much fun as well. Um, <laughs> I would highly recommend anything that she does. Thank you. And, and I wanted to just hand over for a second to Ange to tell <laughs> you guys what she's got coming up in case there's anything that mm. might be fun or good for you guys to yeah. do or tell a little bit about any other work that you do, Ange, and how to get hold of you. Cool. So, look, you know, in all my years that I've been doing all this kind of work, I'm a lot of people call me the manifesting queen because I manifest so easy. I just do it. It's like, no, you're focusing on what you don't want. Let's focus on what you want. So yeah. I've got this little workshop called The Law of Creation. I think it's on the 26th of March. I don't know, but it's on my website. Yes. Um, I'll put it and in the Yeah. And it's just chat. teaching you the tools that I use. So it's not, there's, you know, certain things that I teach people that aren't in the, um, in, in, in out there in manifesting. Mm -hmm. And I call them the must-haves, you know. There's a little yes. bit of a criterion in manifesting. 
So mm-hmm. that's coming up soon. The other thing that I teach a lot of is I te- I'm going, I'm putting a lot of my work online this year, but the one thing that I can't do online is access bars, which is a process that we do on the head, which calms the whole nervous system. And it just starts wow. to delete the files from the, from the brain. So any yeah. files that you're looping, you yes. know, any stories, it just gets rid yes. of it. And that's non-invasive because there's no talking. That sounds so it's really okay. good for people with anxiety, ADHD, um, That's me. Depression. I'm all those things. <laughs> come over. Come to my house. I'll get you a buzz. I'll get you a session. I'd love to do that. Yeah, it's just, and it just, all it does is it, you know, I've had people with PTSD say to me after two sessions, I'm not having those nightmares anymore. Wow. I was like, oh, wow. great, you know, come and learn it. So that's one of the workshops that I, I love because it really does make a change in your world. When your nervous system yeah. is calm, then you can then, Huge function, but when your nervous Huge. system is out of whack, you're responding according yes. to your nervous and system. That works so well with the work that we do as yeah. well. Because again, people drink, it's a nervous system response. Exactly. That's why we're drinking because we're dysregulated, right? Exactly. So, this is mm. a way of letting the nervous system calm down for you to have more clear mind, delete files serving you. Yes. You know, there's points, there's I've got a very good memory, but I'm at a point now that I just think oh, I forgot about that because it's no longer relevant in my life yes and that's because i've deleted so just let stuff. it go yeah so just that's it go. that's what i do and Beautiful. i teach meditation and yoga i do it at the ashram it's just a gift to, it's my way yes. of giving back to the ashram i love that yeah other well. it's beautiful if you ever get to go down with um angie's there she's an amazing teacher and that that type of yoga is quite different isn't it than other types of yoga do you want to say a little bit about what it's like yeah so we come under the tradition of sachananda yoga which is more instructional and Mm. rather than demonstration Mm. and we prepare the body for meditation so a lot of the poses are all about bringing the body to quietness so that you're able to sit for meditation longer periods um i love teaching it because it brings me back so when I teach, yes. I've got to come back to yes. my why I started yes. this work in the first yes. place. And so for me, yoga meditation is my foundation of what I do. And, you know, if you, if you, don't, if you want to see me one-on-one, of course, you know, I've got coaching yeah. and I've got healing sessions. Yeah. But I'll give you a link to my website and it's all there. And, Will yeah, you? Definitely. Would you say what it is? Oh, do you know your website yep. address? Can you say it now? Yeah, www.angelarojas or rojas mm-hmm. r-o-j-a-s dot mm-hmm. com mm-hmm. so it's angela mm-hmm. r-o-j for jaguar a for apple it's the sand dot com and everything brilliant and i'll tag you in this of course and do you is your instagram um lead to your website do you have a link to yes, your website i've got a link to instagram perfect. Yeah, perfect 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 thank you thank you <laughs> i can't wait to be on again please I'm oh you. you're amazing i can't wait to come and have whatever that is yeah, be amazing. what's it called what's it Access called oh, i need to do bars. that so it's just sure. these bars Access on the head bars. so i've replaced that kind of bar for these kind of bars okay <laughs> <laughs> that could be some kind of cool thing we could do for like the victorian um alcohol experimenters we could do like a that could be another really good thing that they could do oh, whenever you want you. i'll be I'm happy not. to support you thank you em. all right my darling thank you thank you're you so welcome much for coming on i really appreciate it take care gorgeous oh my goodness guys here we are finally three months have gone past and it is time for the doors to open for the Great Aussie Alcohol Experiment Live. I am so excited. This is my favorite program. This is the program that made alcohol a small and irrelevant part of my life, completely changed my life. I have no, I cannot even imagine living the life I was living before I did this program. And It's been transformative for many, many thousands and thousands of people. This is my Aussie version. Um, And what you get and why this is so special is you get daily content. So you get education around alcohol, around our culture of shaming and blaming. And we kind of really get into that and turn it all around so it becomes a very cool, rebellious thing. Um, we have daily coaching, which is awesome. So I do a little bit of teaching around um, our limiting beliefs that we hold around alcohol. 
And then I work individually with each uh, person who wants coaching every single day. So if you're having a wobble, if things are tough, you know that at a certain point every day you can come on and chat. We also have a beautiful Facebook community, hugely supportive, nourishing. And as I said, there's the daily content to your inbox and some journaling reflections to really bed your new transformational thought processes around alcohol and I'm going on about this is because it really changed my life and it took me from a place where I was having 30-day breaks that felt like hell to a 30-day break that felt like heaven and it felt like heaven because it became something I wanted to do rather than something that I felt like I had to do and I felt like I had done something wrong. There was something wrong with me. And this is all about, there's nothing wrong with you. Let's take a 30-day break. We don't have to make any decisions about what we're going to do with alcohol. You can do whatever you want at the end of it. There's no pressure. You can just go back to how you were before. You can um, put some tools in and try and moderate. You can um, take another break. You can move towards an alcohol-free six months, year. Everything is open. No shame, no blame, no judgment. It's a lot of fun. And also we do get into some pretty meaty subjects. So it's quite exciting as well. So if you found dry January and Feb fast made you feel a bit shitty about yourself and it felt like you were constantly in deprivation. We'll get into why you might be thinking that and why that's totally human and how you can change those thought processes in so many different ways. We'll talk about socializing. We'll talk about um, our, our, the, our cultural conditioning. And then we'll also talk about the facts about how alcohol works with our body. So if you are on the fence, don't be, jump on. It was the best money I ever spent on myself and I highly recommend you jump on we doors are open from the 20th and we close on the 28th of February the link is in the show notes um, I'm doing loads of lives in the lead up to it so make sure you hop on there I'm going to be popping out loads of podcast sessions as well it sounds like I'm popping out babies <laughs> it literally feels like that sometimes <laughs> anyway my lovelies I'll see you soon I hope to see you in the out experiment the great fuzzy alcohol experiment live last little notification in case you've missed this one we have a master class on the 27th of february um, and that is going to be at 7 30 and it will be an hour long with q a's and it's all about the five surprising ways that taking a break from alcohol can be effortless and change your life so if you have time on that evening you would like to join us i would love to have you here the link is in the show notes see you soon my friends bye thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of midlife af with emma gilmore if you enjoyed it please share on instagram for your friends and tag me at hope rising coaching if you want to help me grow the podcast, please review the episodes for me on Apple Podcasts. That really helps. If you would like to work further with me, please go to my website, www.hoperisingcoaching.com for my free and paid programs or email me at emma at hoperisingcoaching.com. Sending a massive cuddle to you and yours from me and mine. And remember to keep choosing you.